What's up, everybody? This is B. Coles, and welcome to episode number two. Uh, first, I want to thank everybody for supporting the last episode you know, with Kalita Jenkins, sharing the video, liking the video, sending your positive and negative feedback through inbox and text message. It meant a lot to me because I didn't do anything to promote the video or promote the podcast. I just, I just dropped it out of the sky, and the video almost got 2,700 views and almost reached 8,000 8, people already without, like I said, any prior promotion. It's been a little over a month since I dropped the first episode. The reaction I've been getting from peeps is very encouraging. When I walk in the stores and restaurants that I'm a regular in, I got peeps ask me when I'm dropping the next episode. Shoot, even when I was at my cousin's wedding last week in, in Pittsburgh, I had fa family and friends saying, man, you need to drop something. And it's allowing me to network. been meeting a lot of people that are doing great things. Some I know personally, some I just met within the last month. I'm going to make sure I can do whatever I can to support anyone I know or see that's doing positive things, um, whether it be inviting them to the podcast or promoting their business or organizations through my promo videos. No further ado, I'm going to get to the interview. It's with a good friend of mine. Um, we went to high school together. He's located out in Philly. He's a TV and radio news reporter. He decided to do a, a good positive thing. He started writing children's books, and now he has an app. And um, when I found out about it, I was very excited, and I wanted to have him, you know, come share his, his, some of his story and, and the reason why he decided to do it. And his name is Justin Udu, and uh, let's get to it. I want to welcome Justin Udu to the show. This is a good friend of mine. What's up, man? Hey. Everything good? I'm doing great, man. Thank you for having me on the show. I'm, I'm happy to see you doing your thing. I got a question for you before you start. Yeah, go ahead. You go with B. Coles or Booter? I go I go by B. Coles on the show, but you can, you can call me whatever. <laughs> all right, all right. I just, I just wanted to be clear. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about Justin Udu. Who is Justin Udu? Man, I'm a kid from Braddock. That's on the east side of Pittsburgh. I, uh, I went to Woodland Hills High School. Went to... Uh, West Virginia University to run track. Um, left there after our track program was canceled. Went to college uh, at Indiana University of Pennsylvania, where I graduated with a uh, bachelor's. I majored in, in uh, journalism and public relations with a minor in religious studies. And then I went to Syracuse University uh, to the Newhouse School of Public Communications, uh, to the Newhouse School of Communications, and uh, focused in broadcast journalism. Um, after that, uh, profession-wise, um, I went to I, I lived in. St. Louis for a little bit. I reported in uh, in New York, um, and then I went. I moved to Philadelphia and uh, started working for uh, the logo you see here, KYW 1060 and CBS3. We're uh, a radio and TV um, station here in uh, in uh, Philadelphia, and uh, I was here for about a year and a half. Left here to our CBS or to a station down in DC. I reported on the business of federal government for about a year until um, our station launched a new CBS station down in D.C. where they wanted me to come aboard there. So I worked there for about a year and a half. Then they wanted me to come back up to Philly. So I've been back to Philly for the last four years. And uh, it's just, it's a it's a fun, funky ride. And um, and I, I'm enjoying it. So that's who I am as a professional. Um, I'm a reporter, uh, like I said, TV, radio. And um, I've been, I've been at it. Uh, I've been at it since, since high school when I started reporting, uh, I started uh, broadcasting um, the basketball game. So. It's just it's just been a progression professional wise. Um, personal personally, um, I'm married. Been married to my wife for it's gonna be seven years. We started dating our uh, our sophomore year of college. My um, 
we met because of uh, two of our buddies we grew up with, uh, Shane Fletcher and, and uh, Christopher Morgan. They introduced us, and um, and it was I'm, I'm happy they did. We've been together ever since, and it's uh, it's I'm happy that I have someone along uh, on the journey with me. That's what's up. At what point or what age did you decide to become a, a reporter? Um, I was in, I want to say ninth grade. I was in ninth grade. I wanted to become a reporter. It was kind of a twofold thing. Um, the first being, uh, I, um, I, as I was telling you earlier, I, uh, I remember seeing and, and understanding how much and how big uh, sports were pushed towards us, and people were only considered that they that they made it or did something with their life if they uh, achieved great feats um, athletically. Which there's nothing wrong with that, but there's so many other options that I don't feel uh, are utilized, especially in fiscally poor communities. So um, I said, you know what? If I can do something else and show people, like he's not the smartest cat, he's not the He's not the prettiest cat, but like he got driving. If I if I work hard at it, I can do it too. So I said I wanted to report on what was going on in Pittsburgh um, about the communities and the people that I care about. So um, eighth grade, and then I saw the power of uh, radio. I do TV, but radio is my love, um, my first love. And uh, I saw I remember watching Howard Stern and seeing how much power, whether I cared for his his platform or not. I saw how much power he had and how people listened and and how he could uh. He could help mold and cultivate um, uh, minds, and and I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. And it's a theater to mind. You can you can tell stories. You can you can take people there, and uh, and I I think it's cool to be able to, um, as I say, I'm a um, I'm a fifth grader. I go on field trips and I write come back and write reports about them. So I really enjoy that. Just being able to continually learn every day is totally different for me. Okay, so while you were in school in broadcast school, uh, did you intern at any stations, or how was it? important for you to build relationships uh, in, in your field before you graduated? Um, it was, uh, I interned. I interned a lot. The funny thing is I didn't really do any internships uh, in undergrad, but when I got to grad school, the thing is they wanted you to do at least one internship, but um, it was such a competitive atmosphere. You see someone doing something, you're like, I want to learn that too. I want to do that too. So I ended up a uh, I did, um, I never wanted to do, go into sports reporting, but I did a sports internship on the weekends, on Saturdays, and then, and I was in TV, and then on uh, Sundays, I would do a, uh, I would do a, a, a radio internship with one of my professors who had a radio show, and then even when I went home to Pittsburgh for um, my winter break, I, uh, I did a, um, I did a, inter a radio internship at KDKA, and uh, from doing that radio internship at KDKA, my wife now, who was my girlfriend, she was living in Philly, and I said, uh, you know what? At the end of break, I'm going out to Philly for a day. Do you think I can um, just go take a tour of uh, the station, the KYW news station? They, I know they got new facilities. And they said, oh, yeah. So, I mean, owned by the same company. Um, news directors, program directors got along. I'll see why not. So I took, a, um, I, I took a tour out here, talked to them. It wasn't anything too formal. Just kind of wanted to see and walk around. And I'm not a networker, and but it, I guess that was a form of networking. And it, um, it just... Uh, they, they knew me and, and knew I was coming out of school, and um, we kind of just I stayed in contact with a few of the people. So, and that um, that re was really, um, really important in my career. And I didn't know at the time that it was going to lead to what it um, what it led to, which is a job. Now, like, after you graduated, you've been in the workforce for a long time, for, for how many years now? I graduated in 2008, started working in 2009, so what's this been, eight years? 
What compelled you to become an author and, and write children's books? Um, well, I, I write all the time. I, I read all the time. I read, I read a million different kinds of um, genres of books. I love to read. I love, uh, I love my cartoons too, and um, and comics. And so, uh, and I, and I write. I, I write whether it's poems. I write a lot of haiku. I write a lot of short stories. But um, about uh, about two years ago, my parents um, they um, they adopted uh, my four younger brothers. Um, two we have twins that are six years old. I have a brother that's eight years old and another brother that's uh, 11 years old. And me being the oldest, uh, before they were adopted, was my brother Joshua and my sister Jayra. Jayra, I'm 13 years older than Joshua, I'm eight years older than I um One of my chores used to be I had to read to them at night or I had to tell them a story. And so we always read, had the old corny, uh, I don't want to call them corny, but the traditional, the, the Snow Whites, the, the things that we're reading yeah. all the time, all the time. And so I started making up my own stories. Um, which I loved and my, my siblings loved and they still remember some of the things that I uh, would make up and tell them. And so I said, you know what, with me living in Philadelphia and my brothers, my younger brothers now being in Pittsburgh and I want to have kind of that same experience with them. Um, how can I do that? And so I said, you know what, I'm going to, um, I'm going to write that. And I have probably 20 stories written, but I, I wrote a few of them. I had, had my cousin edit them. And, uh, and then I, um, and then I, I hired some uh, illustrators and, and worked with them and, and put them together and I hired an app developer. And I said, you know what, I want to put these in an app. That way they got their little iPads that they can download this free app. And they can download this app. I wasn't even worried about the money, but download the app. And um, they can have the app, uh, app read to them or they can read it to each other. And so I thought that'd be cool. And then I was like, you know what, I can tell my friends. I got a bunch of friends that got kids and, and people that, that, that want different things for their kids to expand their kids' uh, minds, learning and reading. I said, you know what? Let me let me tell some of my friends about it too. So that's where I'm at now. Where I, I put out a few of these stories, and I said, hopefully, if, if it ca catches on, I get some traction with it. I'll just continually put out more and more stories, and I never want to charge for them. I always want it to be free, so people could come on, just download it. The only thing only thing I'm asking for is a little bit of space in your uh, Apple product. So, yeah, I was just about is. I was just about to ask you the question. I was going uh, just for people to know. So right now, you can only search the app in the Apple Store, or it's on it's, Apple products only. It's Apple. Uh, it's Apple products only right now, and that's um that's because whenever you're doing something, I didn't know. Like when you're doing your development, um, you're getting it formatted for either an Apple or an Android de uh, devices, mm -hmm. and so you're you're gonna pay one set of um you're gonna pay a certain amount to get it uh, formatted for one, yeah. and then you're gonna pay a certain amount to get it formatted for the other. It's not the cheapest thing to get it formatted. Um, so I said, you know what? If it catches on and I get enough traction. I'll start. Um, I'll start putting it on, and I'll, I'll uh, throw some money into doing it on Android too, so it can uh, it can be it can reach more people. So, but it, yeah, it's not it's not the cheapest thing to, um, <laughs> to, to uh, do it like that. So, so for now, Apple and Apple is a more secure um, sure. carrier than uh, than Android. So I said, you know what? And Apple also has more uh, has a larger audience than Android. So, I said, why well, might as well start with Apple? I think we talked before, but just so the audience may know, um, are the are the are the books for all ages right now, or are they catered to a specific age range? They're not. They're not catered to um, any age range. Um, like I said, I, I uh, when I when I made these stories, I was just thinking of my little brothers and different things they like. And it was funny. You're saying like, yeah, my kids are a little small, so I'm, they won't understand some of the words. So I wasn't really thinking of an age range. I was thinking of the stories that I've told them, mm -hmm. what they can grasp, what they can understand, and uh, what they'll what they'll know. So I wasn't really looking at it. Um, when I when I wrote these and had them illustrated is uh is who I'm going to market market them to. I think in the future 
I'll take that in, into consideration to um, say, you know what, maybe this, these books will be for five to nine year, five to seven year olds or something, or these ones will be for three or five. But um, I really didn't look at it. So my brothers, when I started writing um, and putting this stuff together, they were four, five, mm-hmm. and uh, the oldest was uh, nine. So I guess it, it would be from from four to ten <laughs> is what is what you could say. But it, it just kind of kind of ranges and. I think um, some of my friends that have read the books have gotten they're like you got some little some 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 little jewels, some life lessons yeah. in there that you can you can pick out. So mm-hmm. I think sure. if if you enjoy reading and you like a good story, I I, I tried to uh, do that in these uh in these stories. How often you think you'll be uploading, or for far as the app, you can just get upload and the next story to the app, or it's no, it's, it's a little more story. complicated yeah, than that. Has it's some um, more hurdles to that, huh? I say, or it's going to be. In, had a couple more hurdles in a way exactly exactly uh it's um you you have to go back to your developer they have to it's it's a little process um it's a little process so it it, uh if i wanted to put out another story right now um because i don't have any other illustrated i'd have to hire my illustrator it's probably going to take whoever i hire and i try to if you notice with the stories i had different um i had different kind of uh i had different um illustrators with each of them so they had different kind of tones so i have to find an illustrator I have to um, work with them, let them know what I want, what I don't want. They'll send things. It, that's probably a six-week process to okay. um, get the book illustrated. Then getting it onto the um, onto the uh, platform is going to be. They have to kind of take things down and re-upload everything. So it, it it'll be. It will probably be for me. Um, seeing as just I'm a one-man band with everything, it'll probably be. If I if I went hard at it, it would probably be about two months. Okay. Probably be about two months. So, but uh. But yeah, it's not something I would be able to um just say, you know what, I have something else new, boom, boom, boom. It's not uh, it's not that uh instant in the gratification. It might be someone might know some things that I don't because mm-hmm. I'm going through all of this alone. I haven't mm-hmm. had really um too much help from anyone. I had a few friends uh, that were able to lend an ear and an eye on some things, but pretty much all of this is just kind of me trial and error, just just running through it. Yeah, I say if you ever need anything, let me know. I'm always into stuff and. and Willing to learn new stuff, and like I said, I want to get into things, things like that. You know, with apps and, and stuff. Um, anything else you would like to say about the book, or let anybody know about the books? I mean, about the app and and, uh, yeah. and the children's books. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think, um, like I said, I think they are are well written stories. Um, and kids, adults can take things away from them. And it's uh, it's 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 my it's my first trial, so I really want. I want feedback. I always like, especially working in this business as a as a reporter. Um, you have to have thick skin. Mm-hmm. I like the I like the good feedback. I like the bad feedback. You can always say mark up with my paper with with red ink because I'm good with it. Mm-hmm. Like I, as long as it's done in a in constructive way, just not to tear you down. Yeah. I'm good with it. Like like listen to it. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you like. What you didn't like. What you'd like to see me do in the future. Because uh, I think now that these aren't just for my little brothers, they're um. I've opened it up for it to be for everyone, and I kind of want everyone to um to be able to give give some input and, and help me, so I can I can uh make it make these um make these things great. But I really enjoy doing it. It's it's a hobby, and uh and I I hope they continue to um put more stuff out, and I I hope people enjoy it. I think it's great. Uh, for one, is you don't you don't really have to read them. You got to, you can read that you can read it to your kids, or you get you can have them listen to it with with the voice, and that's that's real convenient for me because I ain't have to. And just let I just sat up the phone and sit there and let they sit there in front of the phone. They just kept poking at the screen while the while the pages was flipping. It was it was real it was real neat. It was it was nice, nice to see, man. 
I'm happy they enjoyed it. And one of the things um, I had done but decided not to uh, put with the book is I also, like you were saying, you have the um, you have the listen feature. Mm -hmm. I've had both stories. Um, I've had both stories also uh, also read in um, Spanish, Mandarin, and French. And I was, but I didn't have, when they were written, I didn't have them, uh, the words translated. So I was thinking, I didn't, I kind of made just a, a game time decision. Like, you know what, I'm just going to stick with the English, um, with the English version, since it's not, uh, since the French and the Spanish and all of those, I don't have them in that, um, written in that language. Mm -hmm. But I was, I was thinking, I think I might, um, I might, I might put, I might put, I might try to, um, get them, uh, written in, the, in those languages too, um, to go with those illustrations and, uh, and have them voice over like that too, so. You still get some momentum. People, people is gonna come Um, just tell people where they could uh, go or what they gotta type in to search the app in the Apple Store. It's in the Apple Store, so I got my I got my uh, phone right here. If you go to the App Store, let's see, it's called Adventureland. Tales from Adventureland is is the name of the um the name of the thing, but it's uh Adventureland is is what the app is called. And right now, since it's just starting, it's uh it's not um it's not high up on the uh on the store, so it might take you a little bit of scrolling. So I type mm -hmm. in Adventureland in the app store. I'm doing it now, and I'm gonna hit search. Well, you type it in, and I'm gonna I'm put the link in the uh, in the video. Usually, usually, I'm gonna have a little promo video. I'll put the link in the in the, uh, in the comments so people can be able to go to it, you know, and uh, and uh, share with their kids, you know. Definitely, and this um, and it's probably the glare off of this, so you can't see yeah. it well. But the thing I just noticed is it uh, it's popped up a little higher than it has been um, first three days that it was out. So I guess uh, it's catching on some traction. Um, different people are looking at it, but like I said, I haven't marketed it or anything other than putting it on my Facebook and on my Twitter um, to let my friends know. Um, but I'm really, I really, I really just want people. I, I love reading, and I like, I love when I see other people reading and. Um, and find the things that they that they like, and, and there's just so much information and different things that we can do to grow our brain. And for me, reading is one of them, and I, I want to share that share that with with uh with kids and with people, and let them know it's it's not boring, <laughs> it's not boring at all, and there's there's a lot to there's a lot to be gained from it. Um, back to the journalism questions, man, or reporter questions. I got a few, just a few questions to ask you. Um, all right, definitely. What do you like doing the most as far as you say you do radio, TV, and write articles? What do you enjoy like going doing the most? Hands down radio. I love radio. Um I love painting that picture for people. I love um I love uh I love telling these telling these stories and, and someone being in their car and just having having my voice, having to listen to me and me telling them about neighborhoods they may have never seen, about different things that, that go on. Um so radio is and with radio I'm very independent. Like right here, I'm in I'm in my studio, and uh, I can I can uh, write my script up. The sound bites that I get when I go out to a story, I cut them, I put everything together, I voice it, and I put it together in a nice little, as we call it, a rap. So I love that. So it's ju it's just me. I can go out and do everything. Bang bang bang. Um, TV is a little more different. It's a little different um, because I have a photog, a photographer that, that goes out with me. So you're working with with your photog. You come back. You're working with the editor. You're working with a writer, and then you're working with your producer. So it's just a lot more hands in the pot mm -hmm. in, the, in that uh, in that regard. But um, it's, it, TV has it has a, it's 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 pros and its cons. Um, it it uh it works sometimes. I I like what I like more about TV than radio is you get a little more time to tell your story. Radio, I get forty five seconds to tell a story. Right. So everything I need to get in, 
like this, I did a story today, and it, it, I thought it was a real cool story. It was uh, these kids at a local high school. They were um, taking trash and making uh, making them into um, into clothing. So they were, it, and, they, and then they put on a uh, they called it a trash and show at their school. So it was a cool little story. So I did it for radio and television. Radio. If I'd have just did the radio thing, I'd have been in out and um, got my story on and had forty five seconds. But with TV. I was able to take a little more time, especially with a visual story like this. I, I had a little more time. Um, I told what these kids were doing, what they were, what they were going through, and got to, um, and really got to kind of tell their story uh, a, a little better because I had a little more time to do so. So I like TV in that regard. And for the web, the web is um, it's probably the uh, the most uh, therapeutic thing for me because I, I get as much time or whatever I needed to whenever I want to elongate a story um, and just and put more details in to really kind of use my 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 keyboard is a, is a paintbrush to, to to tell what I want to tell and um paint it how I want to how I want to um paint it and use use the words that I want and uh and so I have probably the most freedom with writing but radio is is my favorite but as I say as long as the check clears I'm good mm-hmm. make yourself as available as you possibly can yeah and like I said when you talked in, in your intro you talked about how you lived in St Louis uh, New York Philly DC what was your favorite market to cover? DC. Oh yeah. Hands down. I love DC. I love everything about DC. That, um, that's your that'd be like your favorite place to live too, out of all the places? Out of all the places I have lived, DC is hands down my favorite. Not a not a question. Not a question. There's um just there's I can say how to um articulate it. It's so much inspiration from the different people that I can um that I can uh talk to, um, learn from the diff- different events. I say there's just so much culture from um, so many different parts of the world. And this, even outside of a, outside of a journalism, one thing is uh, a street. Okay, for instance, a street that me and my wife used to hang out on all the time. It's called H Street. Um, it was a few blocks away from where we lived. On, the, on one block, you had, uh, in a, you had a Moroccan restaurant, an Ethiopian restaurant, an, an uh, Irish pub, a fish fry spot, you had a go-go club. You had there, there's just so there's it's just an amalgamation of so many cultures, and I'm constantly learning. And uh, in DC, really, it, it provides it provides that for me. I was down there a few weeks ago, and just just the black excellence you see down there too. Um, where I was at a at a black art show, um, people putting on and, and just seeing uh from the different um, artists that were presenting their thing to presenting their um their works to the the spoken word people that were out, and I'm. It's just, it's a great thing. I mean, I can spend my dollar black down there too with ease mm-hmm. and not just spend it with them because they are black, but I'll get a good product in return. Yeah. So it's, it's and I, I, like, I like doing that. I like trying to, um, trying to better up, uh, the, the people around me yeah. that, are, that have gone through or know, um, of the struggle that, that, that I go through. And I, I love to support that, especially when I can get a good product out of the deal. Sure. So DC, without a, without a doubt, DC and, as they say, the thing I can cover down there is a uh, um, journalism-wise is a uh, I can go from the outhouse to the White House. So I can cover a lot of politics, and at the same time, you're covering um, different uh, community things. So it just it just uh, it's it's it's, uh, it's great for me. It's great for me. You know, uh, sometimes I just think about you know all the people from our area, either just from be from uh, Woodland Hills community or just our zip code where we're from. You know, uh, 104. Red Rock and Rankin, I mean, it's a lot of us, a lot of people doing great things. You know, we had people that we went to school with, lawyers, um, like 
Like my last guest on the show, Kalita Jenkins, we got principals, professional athletes, accountants, teachers, comedians, any any profession you could think of, all the way to your profession, your reporter. You on you on CBS, bro. Uh, and I think I think you know now that we're older, whenever we get a chance to do so, I think we got to make sure. I don't know if we just we we get a chance to talk to our peers and, and make sure that we we're. We go into these communities or in our community and make sure that we're seen and people are aware of of our peers that's successful in their careers. Like most of the time in our in our neighborhood, like they'll know a, they'll know a sports figure. Like say for instance, they they know they know who, everyone know who Stevie B is, but how many people could say they they know they know Justin Udu? Justin Udu came from the same community. He came from Braddock, you know, just a little young kid that was the same as them. Or Kalita Jenkins that came from the same community that's a su- successful lawyer and so on. You know, most kids I usually identify with the, like I said, successful, successful professional athlete. But how many people know who Antoine Pop Coleman is, the accountant, or or the Reverend? You know, so mm-hmm. I think us, whenever we get a chance, get 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 a chance with a group of fellas, you know, and try to make sure we find a way that we can make a difference by showing these young guys there's other ways than sports or just other ways than college like shoot like me like i didn't i didn't go the same route that most of my parents went like y'all when i went the trade school route i mean and now that's pretty a big like everyone want to jump on that wave now when they figure you know i'm paying all this money to go to college when i can go get a trade and make just as much money and not Mm -hmm. have any debt I mean, I, I go in high schools and I do career fairs and I tried to I tried to go to Woodland Hills the last um I was just in Pittsburgh this past weekend. I tried to go to Woodland Hills, I tried to set something up where I could go and, you know, give awareness on a program that I went to, you know, just so they can have an alternative or, or see that there's other options than just going to if they can't go to the state schools, C C A C or or things like that. There's there's other ways to get it. What you think about that? I, I think you're absolutely right, um, and as I was telling you earlier, one of the uh, one of the reasons I got into this business was so I, I could I wanted to be a light in the dark for um, for for kids to see uh, that there's other ways, there's other outlets, but we um, we need to do more. We need to do more to make um, make uh, kids aware. But it, I think it also comes down to look at our locations. You, you named Kalita. Where does Kalita live? In Atlanta. Where do you live? Virginia. Where do I live? Philly. So we <laughs> we are all successful in different aspects of our professional life, but the common theme is we're not in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And it's hard to I think it, it's it, it it's a reflection on the city one and how hard it is for us to be successful there. And two, um how 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 possible would it be for all these people that I mean I think of my boy Shane. Shane's doing his thing as a uh, as a as a computer programmer, and he's mm-hmm. down in Tampa. I have friends that we went to, in Charlotte. They and all of the, I, I think I have more friends that I've went to school with here in uh, from Woodland Hills that are here in Philly that are, are back around our way. So mm-hmm. this, there's just not that opportunity. There is not that Pittsburgh doesn't have that opportunity for us right now. And then I think it's it's a little uh, it's a little complicated in us. Uh, us all linking up to try to try to do something at a place that we're, we no longer are. Yeah. So right now, one of the things I think um, 
is we just have we have to let our, our, our work speak for us. We have to uh, when we do go back to show kids that you know, you know um, there's other options. We have to it has to might be have to be on a uh, on an individual level. Mm-hmm. Might not be on a, on a grandiose level, but it might just be seeing a kid that might remind uh, you of him, him of uh, yourself, and you say talk to him a little bit. Let him know that you know what you have this option, you have that option. Mm-hmm. So um, I think the blame lies on us. We're not doing enough, but the blame also lies on where we're from, which is a big reason why most of us aren't there anymore. Because there, nothing would make me happier than if I got the if, if my company, same pay, same everything, just moved me to Pitt, wanted me to go to Pittsburgh right now. Mm-hmm. I would be. I wanted to live and do this in Pittsburgh since I thought of doing this profession, and I haven't been able to live and do this in Pittsburgh since I got out of high school. We talked earlier, like, but I didn't, I didn't share with you my part. Like, also, like, sometimes I always think about now that I got kids, I got younger kids, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm in Virginia, and it's just me, my wife, and the kids. It's like, like we may see the we may see the grandparents once a year, twice a year, but like I just was there this past weekend. It just it, it hurts sometimes when we leave and now they're at home and tomorrow. Can we go to Nana's house or Grandma's house? And like, well, I can't tell them. <laughs> you might mm-hmm. see them next year. I mean, but I mean, it's just like sometimes it makes me want to go back just to you know so my kids could grow up around family and stuff like that. But when I start looking and seeing like far as opportunity, job market, and things like that, it's just like it's not possible. Mm-hmm. I, I think you. I think you're absolutely right. And I mean, even if you take, I thought you were going to go in a different direction, not even job, as much as. Uh, just the culture and the different things you can expose your kids to the opportunities yeah. that they have in Virginia or I, I guarantee you as little black kids, they far outweigh the opportunities that they're going to have in Pittsburgh. Yeah. The, the, the uh, different things they'll be able to see, do and experience, um, especially trying to live close to family in Pittsburgh. And we all, we already know what, what uh, the East side is like. Yeah. So it, it, it's just, I mean, it's probably in your best interest <laughs> as much as you, you yeah. would love it. And I know how that could pull on your heartstrings, mm-hmm. but to be where you are with yeah. your kids, because that's probably the best thing for them mm-hmm. in terms of Virginia versus uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I'm hearing. Yeah. I ain't mm-hmm. going nowhere. Um, another thing I want, I want to talk to you about, you know, um, you still doing the tea thing? You know, you had, you was uh, doing the tea strands. Uh, how, how'd you get into that? I love tea, man. I, I love tea. I still um actually just uh I just steeped a pot of tea before I came in here. Um, I don't even. How did I get into tea? I, uh, it just is. I guess it's kind of like uh, when when you say how did how did someone how did someone uh, get on crack? How did they they started with weed? No, it's it's just it, it had a snowball. <laughs> I would have the little I'd have the little um the tea bags and stuff at work, and then I was like, you know what? I was gifted a, um a tea set, and so I started using it. And I started going um getting uh, the loose tea and noticing like uh, the loose tea tastes a lot better than the stuff in the tea bag. And it just kind of snowballed. And then I was like, you know what? I can mix my own stuff up and, and I can mix. A, uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be this way. I can, I can, I can throw a little bit of cinnamon and uh, throw some, um, throw some, some almonds onto this black tea and see what it does. Or I can mix this tea with that tea. So uh, I could play around with the temperatures. I don't have to necessarily uh, steep. So I love my teas and I'm, I'm, I'm big and that's one of my hobbies. I have, I have a bunch of hobbies. That's one of my hobbies. I love to, I love to uh, play around and make different, um, different, um, different kinds. And I, I like to, um, I like, I like to drink it. And I like to, um, I like to serve it to people too, uh, because in one thing I always say it's, even though there's caffeine in it, 
it's it's a very common drink for me too. Mm-hmm. And uh, have you ever seen two people arguing like in a full fledged argument, loud argument, while enjoying a cup of tea together? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so anytime my wife gets mad at me. A lot of times, I just go right into that kitchen and start steeping up, a, uh, start boiling a <laughs> pot of water, and I'll, I'll I'll pour it into the pot, and we 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 go and sit, talk about our differences over over a cup of tea. And by the end, whether we figured it out or not, we've listened to each other, we sat back and we thought, and, and we enjoyed our tea. So we hit this herb. It's really what it is. It, it's weird. I said this caffeine, but it's it, it's good, and uh, and I know I know uh, she appreciates that. And I like sharing it with people. I love I love um. Love sitting down, talking, and and o- over a cup of tea. So uh, that's that's me. I don't I don't know exactly when it started, but it, it, it's I've been like that for years. So love love my tea. What I mean, you like you just, you just named all all the stuff that you love to do. What what other profession other than than your own would you would you like to attempt or you you think you would love doing? Teaching. Teaching. Um. I've actually looked into it, uh, and um, I'd pro- I wouldn't be in the states though. I, I would, uh, me and my wife both, we've talked about it extensively, looked into different programs, um, teaching overseas um, in different countries. So, um, I love, I love to learn, and I love to spread knowledge. And I would like, I would like to do that. And uh, I think it's more, more than just talk. We're, we're looking to just see where, where it can take us, and what options we do have. But um, that's, I, I, I could definitely see myself teaching. Um, I could see myself teaching somewhere and just to be able to experience life somewhere else and, uh, and, and teach kids that um, might not uh, have that opportunity yeah. to, to learn if, if someone like me wasn't there. Shoot, in a million years, if when I was 16 or 17, if someone told me I would be doing what I was doing, I would because <laughs> I'm, I'm like a teacher, but I'm, I'm kind of just like a, a training instructor in a construction setting. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm in front of the class speaking, but it's like, like on an average, I can't. It's like it feel like I can't do it. But you know, when you, whenever you, whenever you're experiencing something and you're passionate about it, it just comes natural. It starts, it starts flowing whenever you get up there. So, in 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 doing it and having this profession, it it helped me with so so much other things like being able to, like, you know, communicate with coaching kids or even when I had custody of my brother you know talking to my brother because it just just things like that just being able to ex- ex- express myself uh more than i usually used to or, or do like because i didn't i didn't talk or communicate with nobody if i was i'm in my own lane don't don't mess with me i don't mess with you but when you up there you gotta really or in front of people you really gotta bring it home and you know propel them to you know whatever you're doing you need to be doing for a reason and and it's important the funny thing is, even growing up, whenever you would talk or say something, it wasn't like you would never waste a breath. We had a yeah. lot of cats that we grew up with that would talk to just talk and talk. When you said something, it was always articulate to the point, and we got something out of it. I'm not saying that to just gas you up now, but that's mm-hmm. just how you've always been. Like Even if it was a joke that was cracked, you would use the minimal amount of words, but you made sure it, 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 it hit to the point. Mm-hmm. And, and everything was delivered, so I could, I could see you as as a, as a good teacher and uh in developing your skills, being able to uh, articulate a little more. That, that's cool, man. Yeah. That's cool. Between that and shoot, just ha- having a you know having a wife that you got to communicate with, so you know you, you got to communicate in, in order to keep these things together. You just can't <laughs> that's be, the truth. Like that a, is the truth. Like a wall. So 
I mean, like <laughs> between you know my job, you know, having a wife, you know, that 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 helps me communicate much much better than, or just much more than I usually do. Most mm-hmm. people who see me or they don't know me, they just think I'm a wall because I ain't. I'm not gonna really sit around. I don't like small talk. Don't don't come around me with none of that. But I mean, <laughs> other than that, man, shoot, man, it's it's just been like I said, I couldn't ever imagine if you told me now. 15, 16 years ago, I'd be doing what I was doing to simply doing today. I, I still wouldn't believe it. What would what could what could you see yourself doing other than uh, what you're doing right now? I talk to my wife about this all the time, and and I and I kick myself in the butt for it. But uh, like I was, I could have been like really deep in IT, man. Like like when we was in school, like I didn't take it serious, but I used to be in all the computer science classes and stuff, building code and and doing all that stuff. I mean, some of that stuff still stick with me. That's why I'm just like, people think I'm so tech savvy. I got a lot of, you know, cameras, computers. Uh, I got MacBooks all over the place and just, just things like that, man. I'm just, I just always been in there, you know, building code. That's why I want to, I want to talk to you about apps and stuff too, because I'm interested in that. I just don't know how to go about doing it. You, you're the first person I know that ever had anything to do with an app. So I would like to talk to you more about that. But yeah, computer, either building code, you know, things like that, uh, IT, things like that. I, I I was real, real deep into that stuff. But in my early years of high school, man, I didn't try at all. It wasn't until mm-hmm. like the middle of what my junior year when we had West Nesky in, in chemistry. <laughs> so I had to really start taking it serious. I was talking, telling my wife about that too. I said, I used to, I just never really tried. And when I tried, like, just like that chemistry class. Like the first three six weeks, I had like probably D's and C's. I might have had one F. Then like the last three, I had all I had straight A's. So Man, I mean, it just I, it, was it was crazy just, because I remember I always talked to uh, Randy Wade about how we used to cut up in there, and you would be you still don't get me don't get me wrong you still cut up the whole time with us, but we were still getting D's and F's. And I was like, wait, how Buddha getting A's now? Like, that's the you, same you thing. Been paying attention said. for five minutes <laughs> instead of us not paying attention at all. I'm like, this dude paying attention for five minutes, and he's, I was like, this is crazy. This that's is crazy. That's the same thing. Fergie just say, man, how the hell is you? Is you copying off? Uh, who was who was I used to say? I used to sit next to Kristen and Tegan. I don't even. I think and then T- he moved, Tegan. He moved both of them away from you. Yeah. You were still killing. I was like, wait, wait, who, <laughs> we we. We swore you were cheating. I don't know who you were cheating off. It wasn't Amber. It wasn't yeah, Tony man. Lee. It's like, it just, man, it just, I just didn't try, man. I just wish I, sometimes I kick myself in the butt for that, too, because, I mean, that, 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 uh, you know, destroys some of my opportunities I could have had if I, if I had just tried my early years. I just wouldn't, I really wasn't worried about it. But, but, bro, man, listen to this, though. You're, you're speaking it as if you're a 90 year old man and you have 10 years left on your life. I could think of two cats we went to high school with right now. Both of them have master's degrees, and neither one of them went to undergrad or got their master's in uh, in um, in coding or, or doing anything with computer technology. And both of them, one has a business, a very successful business, and the other one is very successful in his trade, and that's what they're both doing right now. Mm-hmm. That's what they're both doing right now, self-taught. That's what's up. And, and – Ain't none of us no dummies. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it's not it's not too late. I know I know you probably stretch. You got you got the kids, the wife, uh, <laughs> the, the job and stuff, and, and and making your rounds, doing all that stuff. So, but where there's a will, there's a way, and you know that. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not too late. 
anything else you'd like to say before we get up out of here, man? Hey, man, I just really want to thank you for giving me an opportunity to come on your show and and, and talk with you and uh, tell people about about um, Adventureland, the app that I have for free in the uh, iTunes store. And and let me um, let me spread my story a little. I say one of the goals I wrote, I wrote a book. um, I wrote a book before my 30th birthday and it was called uh, it was just a book of um, I call it my book of sutras for me. I called it a light in the dark. I said one thing I want to be is a light in the dark and uh and it's not it's not a light's job to um to illuminate the whole room but it is there to help people and to help you find your way so um i, I wrote i wrote that and uh it's one thing that um that i try to be in and uh i think you are too man which which is show you're giving giving me not just not just me the opportunity to, to talk and, and uh hopefully help someone but but you're an inspiration too, man. You you're doing right by your wife, right by your kids. You uh you found something you loved and you went after it, and um and you 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 you're living your life like it's going. I, I'm I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud Thanks, of you. We, we all don't we that. all don't have to uh have um multi million dollar contracts to be successful. As long yeah. as we're doing what we love, we do, we love it, and we're uh we're treating those around us right, man. So I I thank you, and I, I'm very proud of you, man. Go get that app. Everybody is like I said, it's on the Apple Store. It's called Adventureland. Uh, just do whatever you can. If if you support the show, do whatever you can to support. You know, either if you share if you share the app or you know, or just just spread 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 the word through through and uh, it's free. Yeah, through through Instagram or or Facebook or whatever. Adventureland. That's it's, up, free. it's free. Most of all, it's free. You don't got to pay nothing. All right, man. Like I said, I want to I want to thank you again for coming on, man. Uh, this is this is real lightning. Uh, I want to continue to continue to, to talk with you, you Kalita, whoever come on the show, man. You always got open door to, to come back on, man. We talk, you know, cloth talk, whatever, whatever we want to do. It's I, like I said, I, the main reason for me to bring this back is you know to try to fa- figure out a way that we all can you know motivate, inspire each other, you know. Uh, emotionally, physically, mentally, financially, however we can, man. Just uh, do our best to, you know, get back and spread, spread knowledge to whoever we can. You know, somebody, it might not, it might not touch everybody, but if it's that one person, you know, that's, that's all we can ask for. Hey, bro, I would, I would love to come back on here. I'd like to, uh, to, to get information and, and, and some knowledge from you and Kalita and, and to talk a little more on the, about the, the one segment we were talking about with just um about uh opportunities and jobs in Pittsburgh and, mm-hmm. and what we could do um to be that light in the dark for 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 kids around the way where we grew up mm-hmm. I would I would love that uh that opportunity to come in and listen to y'all and and, and give uh, my little two cents too all right just noodle thanks again thank you Thank you.